Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Doug Show. My name is Doug Cunnington, and in this episode, I'll be talking about HARO, that is help a reporter out for link building. And this episode was spawned because I talked about getting on a CNBC article and then sort of just said, hey, I don't know if HARO would actually work. I don't know anything about it, but usually I hear that HARO doesn't work. And I got an email from my man, Kyle, who's sent me emails before in the past. So, you know, good supporter of the show. Thanks, Kyle. But I will actually read it out. And he was like, hey, basically Haro's working for me. And of course, I replied back and said, well, can you tell me what you're doing? So we have sort of a step-by-step process. Now, I haven't tried this myself, but the results and, and Kyle sent me, you know, actual real results. And it's pretty amazing what he's been able to do. And a little teaser is that I also have been gathering more success stories. So those are going to be coming up in the near future. But one listener and viewer and reader, you know, big supporter, he has uh, been doing really well in the last few months. And he also mentioned Haro. So maybe there's Well, actually, at this point, I know there's something to it because I know these guys and they're actually, you know, getting some good work done. So quick note for the sponsor of the show is me. And I have a new course out called Multi-Profit Site. And it is launching, if you're listening to this episode at the time that it's published, it is open for enrollment right now. So this is the first time it's ever been open for enrollment. And... I've never, I've never done a sale. I've never done special launch prices, but I'm working with another group and they always do it. That group is called Internet Marketing Gold and it's uh, Kyle Roof, Ted Kabatis, I think I'm pronouncing his name right, and Andy Steven, great guys overall. They've been around in the SEO world for many years and they have uh, quite a community over there at internetmarketing.com gold. Anyhow, my course is out and generally the idea is to build a site from scratch where you have multiple revenue streams. So as opposed to just earning from Amazon, that was kind of the the business model that I had been operating in for a while. Now I am teaching from the beginning how to approach a niche and make sure you have options as your site grows. So we're talking digital products, display ads, and so on. And I've been dabbling for a couple of years. I don't talk about it too much, but I had been dabbling with just adding more display ads as I'm making more friends that use AdSense a whole lot and maybe some of the display ad networks like Ezoic, Mediavine, and so on. There's many others out there as well. So anyway, check out Multiprofit site if you're interested. It's exclusively priced right now and the price will go up afterwards. So you can check the link in the description if you're interested in it. And I hope you do. So let me hop over to the topic of the day, Haro. So the tagline for Haro is a source for every story. And they give you an option whether you're a journalist and you need sources or if you're a source and you could help journalists out. And Haro provides journalists with a robust database of sources for upcoming stories and daily opportunities for sources to secure valuable media attention. And they're used by um, Reuters, Fox News, Chicago Tribune, 
Time, Wall Street Journal, and so on. Big, big companies, right? So big, big journalists are using it. And essentially, you sign up and then you get emails and then you have to figure out what to do with it. Now, the the thing that I heard over and over again was either there were too many emails or there were, I guess people didn't have a system down. So people were signing up to be a source. They would get these flood of emails. If they managed to reply back, they potentially spent a lot of time working on it. And then they ended up not getting a link. So again, I never tried it myself, but I just heard from several people who had that sort of route. So that was sort of my, that was my impression overall. I've heard some people use it, but usually they had credentials. They were quite qualified and they had, you know, they had some chops. They had some chops on the specific thing that the reporter needed help on. And Kyle, I'll just read out his email. I got permission from him. So he says, I just finished listening to your latest episode, my feature on CNBC. That was episode 148. So just a few weeks back. I enjoyed listening to it, but your comments on Haro compelled me to send you this email. I'm beginning to realize that most people get lackluster results using Haro as a backlinking method. And I think it's because they're using it wrong. I've answered over 40 Haro queries over a four-month period and scored nine high DA, that's domain authority backlinks. It's a 20% conversion rate and getting backlinks from DAs all the way from 30 to 92 so this is a 20% conversion rate with links coming from domain authority websites 30 to 92. And I have a spreadsheet to prove it. I don't have credentials in my niche and I spend 30 minutes or less crafting my responses. If you want to see the spreadsheet or learn more, let me know. All the best, Kyle. Pretty, pretty compelling email. <laughs> All right. So I was like, yeah, people are using it wrong and I would love to hear about what you're doing. So... Basically, I mentioned that I know a few people that are using it well, but it's few and far between. And maybe, you know, people don't talk about it much. So Kyle says, I, I was more shocked about how dismissive you appeared to be about Haro. And like any other marketing tool, it takes a strategy, mistakes, time, and volume for results to come. And I hear you preaching this all the time. And like I said, you just sounded a bit dismissive. But I understand your response. You were trying to give an overview, not a recommendation. Yep. And that's that's kind of the the overall the overall impression that I had. But the and the other thing is if I told people, yeah, just do this and do that, and I obviously have never used Haro before, then I basically am just making stuff up, which you know, isn't the best way to do it. And then if people have questions about it, I wouldn't be able to help. I would potentially be able to give a uh, kind of a soft recommendation, but nothing that I actually know much about. So I'm going to go through, there's 11 steps in the process here. And, you know, Kyle, again, big shout out to you for sharing this process. So I'm going to, I'm going to read this out and potentially, you know, write up a little bit more of a detailed guide here in the future. I'm not sure when, but per perhaps in the future. Okay. Number one, you sign up for the low tier paid option. So you get professional bio and alerts. 
Craft a bio that bolsters your reputation and expertise. If you don't have credentials, use experience, website traffic, social followers, and other social proof. As you gain more mentions, revise your bio to include these. So number one, sign up for the low tier paid plan. And I will potentially be able to get you that data in in a little bit here, but I suspect it's relatively inexpensive. Number two, get familiar with the HARO dashboard and categories so you know what categories to pay attention to. Number three, create an alert for a high-level keyword phrase in your niche. This isn't required, but it is helpful. Number four, HARO sends out new queries three times a day, the same times every day. So ignore the email alerts. They typically come in too late. My impression is I think that's where people get nailed. So HARO sends out new queries three times a day. But if you sign up for the email alerts, then basically you're late. You're getting it after people have already responded. So number five, as soon as the query hits, instead of a phone timer is what Kyle mentioned. So as soon as the query comes out, get on the website and start manually combing through the queries. And number six, identify one query that you have expertise and the credentials to answer. Make sure the name of the publication and website is included so you can check the DA first. Number seven, write fast and include exactly what the journalist wants. Number eight, give a quick salutation. Hi, Megan. I hope you're doing great. Here's my response to your query and so on. Number nine, structure your response with a quick intro and three figurative bullets or ideas. Number 10, end your response with your email and phone number and encourage them to contact you if they need more information. And 11, the last one, your chances of getting picked greatly increase if you could finish your response and send it within 30 minutes of the query going live. So, and, and Kyle mentions, you know, not to mention his niche, which I, I haven't and I won't, but as I talked about, he actually sent me the spreadsheet so I can see how he was tracking, how long it took him to reply back, whether he got the link, whether he got a mention. Sometimes he's mentioned and quoted, but it, there's no link. So there's a lot of data here. It's a, I mean, it's a simple spreadsheet. Overall, it's A through L. So a handful of columns and we have the author, the query outlet, the DA, the query topic, query time, and so on. So a lot of interesting data. And I think, I mean, the results really stand on their own. 10 links, is that right? 10 links out of 40, hold on, is that right? Oh, nine, nine links out of 40 queries sent. So yeah, if you're thinking to yourself, hey, each one of these is potentially taking, say, a half hour to answer, plus maybe you're spending a little more time trying to find and, and searching through. So you potentially are spending you know, an hour, hour and a half per day to do this. And that is obviously a lot of time. I mean, I think it would kind of have to be you know, someone who has a very flexible schedule or you're working on your sites full time, which I mean, there are a lot of people that are doing that, by the way. And it could be a piece of the puzzle for getting links. Now, 
Here's the super interesting thing, and I teased this before. Soon I'm going to have, the person's not going to be on live, but I sent over a question questionnaire, so I'll be able to share his answers, but he's hired someone to do this HARO process. And I'm not sure, you know, how much success, I don't have the granularity and level of detail that Kyle sent over, but basically it's been working out. And I think I may have a little bit more data and I may, you know, ask a little bit more about HARO because it, it, it appears that this could be, you know, something that if you hire a VA to do and they check in once or twice a day, potentially, maybe they're doing some other tasks for you. Maybe it's more of a general VA and executive assistant type. They can maybe do this for you and then you don't have to spend nearly as much time. Maybe there's a you know set of questions or things that are covered pretty often that they would be able to answer for you. Now, it totally depends on your niche. Sometimes you would need a little bit more expertise or more you know credentials and chops and that sort of thing. But I think, you know, this process that Kyle laid out is pretty straightforward. A couple of the things that, you know, I can see that makes a huge difference. So number one, he's signing up for the low tier paid plan. So you get a professional bio and alerts. Now, I guess the alerts don't matter because they come in too late, but that professional bio seems to be fairly important. And it indicates, in my opinion, that when the journalist sees that you have a professional bio and they see that you have a paid account, I mean, that's, that's much better, probably higher quality in general. The other thing huge is Haro sends out new queries three times a day, but the email alerts come too late. So you, you need to go in there and find those um, queries as soon as you can. And I think, he mentions that you don't want to get spread too thin, you know, pick one query and work on that. Sure. You, you may be able to do more, maybe several of them fit, but you, you may be better off spending more time on the one that's going to work and one that you, you can spend more time on versus, uh, you know, trying to do three or four quickly. All right. So, and I don't know that that's the case, but that's, that's my hunch. Kyle used some, uh, some bolding. So he was like, identify one query to answer, work on that one. He does uh, check the DA, but I would suggest, you know, in the beginning, maybe when you're first doing this, maybe don't, don't even worry about the DA because if, if you actually do land the reference in, in the link, then you can add that to your bio. So even if you have sort of a lower tier, a low DA website, if it pans out for you, you can say that you were featured on that particular site. Of course, that's quite valuable from a social proof standpoint. So you could update your bio, you can mention that on your site, and slowly you could work your way up the, the food chain there. And the other thing, and I see this in emails often, they're just, they're too long. Uh, sometimes people will ask for help, or they're giving me a little bit of the background. And we, we all get so many emails and the journalist that you're trying to help out here, the reporter is busy. They're, they're on a deadline. And if you can send a short, concise email and make it easy for them to pull the ideas out, that's going to be way better than something very long. 
Kyle is mentioning a little intro and then three bullets. It doesn't get simpler than that. I mean, that's that's perfect. That's exactly what you should do. And I haven't heard this part. So step 10 was to leave your email and phone number. And I know when I replied back to Megan for the CNBC story, yeah, I was like, yeah, I would love to talk about it. Here's my contact info. I'm available all day today. I made myself very available. And I think generally Haro is not going to be like that. I mean, I ended up talking to Megan for, I think like an hour or so. It was a pretty long time and it was, it was more of an interview for her to gather information versus just like one little quick reference. So it obviously, you know, I think I emphasized it in that episode. I think Megan found me because I was doing a YouTube live when she was doing research or at least the same day that she was doing that research. So I think that makes, that made a big difference for me and I mean, I don't think she was using Haro. So again, I want to thank Kyle and I'm going to give a, you know, a little call to action to you uh, listeners out there. Number one, if you've used Haro and it worked out well, please shoot me an email. Let me know some of the details about your process. And by the way, you can write a long email. Would love to see it. Um, details on your process and, you know, things that you've learned. I think early on, people probably made some mistakes. And I think Kyle mentions that it takes strategy, it takes mistakes, and it takes time to figure out like what you're doing. So let me know about lessons learned and sort of how you've honed your HARO process in general. Then the other thing is if you've tried to use HARO because you heard about it and you heard it was working, but it didn't quite work out, let me know like where you got stuck. I'm curious about that. And let me know if in Kyle's 11-step process, if there was something where you now realize, oh, if I would have done this, it probably would have really helped. I think, um, you know, there's a, this is going to be a short episode, but I think there's a huge amount of value in the little, the little tiny, tiny little steps that um, Kyle laid out here because at the end of the day, these are tiny tweaks, like not relying on the alerts. You, you're probably thinking, hey, there's an email alert. That's exactly what I need. I don't want to have to go browse and search on my own. But it turns out, it looks like that's probably the best the best option to be first back to the reporter. You, I mean, you want to get your reply in quick so that they stop looking and then much more likely for you to get that link. And just mention in the story in general, since it looks like, you know, not, not every single one of the reporters does provide a link for you. So I decided to take a look at the Haro subscription plans here. So they have a basic, a basic plan, which is free. And then they have a standard advanced and premium and they are 20, sorry, $19 per month, $49 per month, and $149 per month. And basically, you just get like more support, more profiles. And, you know, generally, I think those alerts seem to have some value. But essentially, you're able to, you know, step it up to a pretty expensive, (laughs) expensive amount here. But I think, I mean, I think it could be worth it, especially if you, you know, if you do the 
the plan exactly like Kyle mentioned is 20 bucks a month and potentially you're able to land a couple links per month from very reputable sources. Like that's pretty awesome knowing how much it costs to do link building otherwise and link building from non-news sources, non-reporting, non-reporters potentially is, you know, it's not going to be as great. You never quite know if, you know, a site is going to provide you with a link that actually like pushes you up in the rankings. But I have a feeling because Haro is, you know, it's going to be new sites. It's probably going to be way better than, you know, your average links. Now, if you are doing link building through say like more traditional guest posting methods or outreach, probably you're going to have a higher relevancy from a topic standpoint versus a, you know, a new site, a new site covers everything in the world, right? They cover anything that could be in the news, but the cool part hopefully is it's a lot more authoritative. And if you have a reference, if you have your link in a story that is relevant to your topic, I think that probably would, you know, carry some weight would carry some weight is, is my impression. So I guess give it a shot. And I, you know, I mentioned that I want people to email me. Let me know if you are using Haro successfully or if you struggled with it and you've dabbled in the past. And maybe I'll do a follow-up episode with um, some of the data from that. So I mentioned earlier, I'm going to end this episode a little early, but I want to thank you for joining me today. And if you know someone that may be interested in listening to The Doug Show, please pass it along. I know I got an email the other day and someone said, hey, I'm listening to the first episode. One of my friends recommended that I check it out. So whoever that is, I'm trying to chase the person down, by the way, to thank them personally. But yeah, word of mouth. That is how this is going to grow is word of mouth and just people talking about it and saying, hey, yeah, The Doug Show is pretty good. There's valuable information. So I want to thank you for doing that. I want to thank you for listening. Have a great day out there and I will catch you on the next episode.